Hello and welcome to episode number 188 of the DBSA podcast. I'm Sarah Wendell from Smart Bitches Trashy Books. With me today are B and Leah Koch from The Ripped Bodice. It's been just about a month since the grand opening of their romance-focused bookstore, and I backed the Kickstarter for the foundation of this store, and I am super nosy. So I asked if they would be willing to do an interview, and I wanted to find out what they've learned, what they've got planned for future events, and what they're reading. It can be a little bit difficult to tell their voices apart, so the transcript may not be 100% accurate, and if there are errors, I apologize. They themselves know they sound exactly alike, so, you know, they just talk for each other. And I do have news! I have news! The podcast has a Patreon! Yay! Thanks to your encouragement, and in some cases, some very exclamation-filled demanding email messages from some podcast listeners. Thank you. I have set up a Patreon campaign. Patreon is a little like Kickstarter, but instead of crowdfunding for a specific project, Patreon allows you to support the continued development and production of something that you already like, such as this podcast. And the person who's hosting the Patreon, that would be me, can set goals for what they're going to do with the monthly pledges. My goals include updating the equipment that I use for on-site interviews so they don't sound as if I've recorded that interview in a room filled with 7,000 people. And I also want to make sure that we have transcripts for all of the episodes. There are about 70 in the archives that don't have one. You do not have to support the Patreon campaign. The podcast is not going to change. It's still going to roll out every Friday. But if you'd like to have a look, you can become a monthly supporter of the DBSA podcast for $1 a month or $3 a month, $5 a month, whatever you like. There are rewards at each level, including online hangouts, personal thanks by name with random compliments, stickers, and other things. If you're a fan of the podcast and you don't want to contribute, that is totally cool. The podcast will still arrive on Fridays with romance information for your eardrums. But if you're interested in becoming a sponsor with a monthly contribution, you can find our page at patreon.com slash smartbitches. That's Patreon, P-A-T. R-E-O-N dot com slash smart bitches. This podcast is brought to you by Jay Kenner's Dirtiest Secret, published by Bantam Books, available in paperback and ebook. It was wrong for us to be together. It was even harder to be apart. The memory of Dallas Sykes burns inside of me. Everyone knows him as a notorious playboy, but to me, he's still the one man I desperately crave and yet the one I can never have. We've tried not letting ourselves give in to desire, and for so long we've told ourselves no. But now it's finally time to say yes. You can find out their dirtiest secret with Jay Kenner's new Sin series on sale April 19th. The music you're listening to is provided by Sassy Outwater. I will have information at the end of the podcast as to who this is. And as always, I will have links to all the books we talk about, plus information about the bookstore, should you wish to visit, in the podcast entry, also known as the show notes, on smartbitchestrashybookscom slash podcast. And now, without any further delay... Let's do an interview. This is Leah. And this is B. And we sound very similar. So um, if you want, we're happy to identify ourselves before we talk. You know, I will probably be able to tell the difference. Um, but I, I can just picture our transcriptionist listening to this file and going, oh, my God, Sarah, what have you done? Yes. <laughs> let's not make it more difficult for that poor person. <laughs> so you, you sound alike. And you're related and you're running a business together. Does that mean that one of you can just cover the other at any moment and answer the phone and be the other person? It's like having a clone. We do that. We do do that. With our dad. Yeah. (laughs) Because we'll answer. 
We answer the other one's phone and see how long it takes for him to figure out that it's not the person that he thought he was calling. He, he, he got really mad at us yesterday. We like really pulled one over on him. And he oh was, no! Not please. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so similar that your family can't tell you apart. Yeah. Right. I think that could be very handy. It is. But exactly. we don't look alike. We could never right. do like a stand in for the other one kind of thing because right. we don't look alike. No, one of you has curly hair. One of you has straight hair. One of you is taller. Yeah, one I'm of- like a good, I'm B, this is B. I'm a good foot shorter. Yeah, she's very tiny. Well, sounding alike though, that's pretty useful. It is pretty useful. We we always wanted to be Mary Kate and Ashley, and we could never quite pull that off. Yeah, you can on the internet. All you need is your own podcast. <laughs> you could be the Mary Kate and Ashley of Audible. Exactly. Great. So congratulations on the opening of the store. Thank you so much. It's a month old. It's um, Saturday is Saturday our one is month, our anniversary. month anniversary. Yay! Very exciting. We'll probably get a cupcake and put a candle in it because we're lame like that. No, you should absolutely celebrate <laughs> that. No question. Yeah, we're we're pretty excited. We've definitely learned a lot in the first month, but it's been also so so amazing. So how so has how the has first the month first been? Month and are you guys using a computer or – okay, wait. Now it's gone. Okay. Because I heard it, I heard a repeating echo and I was like, oh, that's going to be hell to edit. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Good. All good now. So how has the first month been? Has it been good? Have you been like, whoa, what did we do? Or has it been sort of been like, this is awesome. I'm so stressed. Um, I would say the latter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a good description of totally. our current of mind. Because, you know, opening a brick-and-mortar bookstore is not a thing that happens a lot. That's true. Very Particularly true. one devoted to romance, which I, of course, am all in favor, but I'm, of course, on the wrong side of the country to, like, come <laughs> over every day and be like, what you got? Well, the, the, the interesting thing is that opening a bookstore requires all these tiny little tasks. And so figuring out all the tiny little tasks was kind of a, a bit of a, a fun game. Oh, yes. <laughs> like figuring out all the stuff we needed to do. And then also factoring in all the stuff we wanted to do and then kind of coming up with what we could actually do. That seems like a good description. Is it that kind of what? Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, the first month has been, it's so, we still feel like we're playing store. Yes. (laughs) It's like, oh, let's go to our like cute make-believe job where we sell people things. Our store seems to be real, but it's still really fun. Right. Yeah. yeah, and it's crazy. I mean, it, and now that we're a couple weeks in, we're starting to get repeat customers. We have regulars that we know by name, um, which is crazy. <laughs> I think something we didn't anticipate was how much we were going to enjoy being a part of the small business owning community in Culver City. Yes, that's true. Which is, is that Leah who's speaking? Sorry, that's B. <laughs> that, you're B. That's Leah. I'm okay. B. Yeah. And um, it's it's just delightful. Some someone, a customer the other day said it's kind of like Stars Hollowy. Oh, huge compliment! I I mean, it was amazing. But it it this is Leah. It is Culver City's a really tiny little hamlet in Los Angeles, and we're in the downtown area, which is like three blocks long. And the other day, I like went across the street. The guy who went, owned the antique store is like, "Oh, hello, Leah. How are you?" And then I went into the pizza place, and the guy was like, "Oh, two slices of cheese to go." <laughs> and I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> I 
that's one thing I think that a lot of people who don't live in or around cities don't realize that there are tiny little neighborhoods and tiny little communities inside them. And it's so cool that you found yourself in the middle of one. That, I mean, that's why we picked Culver City. Um, If people are, most people not from LA would be, have no idea where Culver City is. Um, But it is this like little, and it's its own city. Um, We are a self-contained city surrounded by Los Angeles, which is weird. Um, But it really is this amazing little community um, which we feel, and we live here too. Um, so we feel very lucky to be Culver Cityans. <laughs> That's excellent. excellent. So what are some of the things that you mentioned you'd learned a lot? What are some of the things you've learned? Sure. Uh, this is Leah. Thank you. <laughs> it is very, most of our job is saying no to people. <laughs> Oh man, like and what? Do you have Ray Bradbury? Do you people come in asking for things you don't have? Kind of a bummer. Um, it's totally I, a bummer. I think, I think we've gotten a lot better at it. And you just don't realize if you're not a business owner how, and it's, it's far reaching. So yes, people come in and ask for books that of course we don't carry. Um, but you know, it's just being a business and there's so few retail stores stores where we are that, you know, people come in and want to do events that have nothing to do with our store or uh, want us to carry their book and they write, you know, mystery cookbooks or, you know, something that has nothing to do with what we're doing. So we've definitely gotten better at saying no to people. And then the other part, this is B, the other 90% of our business is um, taking things in and out of boxes. Yes. Uh, Which is, if you come into the store, you will inevitably see us carrying boxes back and forth, back and forth, <laughs> unpacking and repacking and unpacking and repacking. We should have, this is Leah, we should have like worked out before opening the bookstore. Like, <laughs> well, now I you've got biceps. I would recommend that future bookstore owners like start working on their upper body strength. <laughs> well, um, this is Sarah. And uh, I just moved three months ago and I have a very, very close relationship with my box cutter that I've been using to unpack my house. So I imagine you guys each just like wake up. Okay. ID, phone, box cutter. Yeah. Box cutter. We probably ask each other. We pass the box cutter back and forth a hundred times a day. Oh yes. It is our most used item. And the thing that makes me nuts is that like I wear a lot of yoga pants because I'm a blogger and that's our uniform. Yes, Um, And yoga pants don't have pockets. So I had to go Got get it. like a little like a little Home Depot apron to put on just for my 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 box cutter. <laughs> okay, hot tip. There are some yoga pants now that have like a little built-in slot for your credit card. Oh. As though like you're running and you need like one piece of ID or one something to pay who is, with. Who who does who does that? I I, I think mine are from Target. <laughs> <laughs> As, as is every good thing in my life. But I'm pretty sure they're from Target. I'm pretty sure they're champion brand. Nice. And the box cutter will fit in that pocket? The box cutter, you can <gasps> kind of like stick it smush in there. It, <laughs> smush it in. And it'll hold it in place. Okay. This literally is changing my life. Like I am not using literally facetiously here. I, I am on Target looking for these websites. Yes. On the website looking for these pants right now. now. Little pocket. Little pocket. For I your box cutter. They're like called but they have a little interior pocket in the waistband yes 
Amazing. Amazing. So I've seen some of the pictures of your events online and they have been so cool. How much fun was it to have all these people just squeeing every two feet in the store? Was it like everything that you'd hoped it would be when you started the project? Yes. In a single word, yes. Yay! It, it was like Christmas and Hanukkah and every <laughs> holiday that we don't and do celebrate all rolled into one. Yay! It was it was crazy yeah. it was just it was so weird to see the store all filled with people because it had been empty for so long um and it, it's it was so because at our opening we had a lot of authors there and we were like every 10 minutes you would hear somebody squealing once they found their books on the shelf and that still happens when authors come in and that's so fun it's it's the best <laughs> is it is running the store exactly like you thought it would be, except for the part where you say no and there's lots of boxes? Were you sort of accurate in your predictions of how it would be? Huh. That's a that's a good question. Yeah, that is a really good question. It might I, be too soon to answer. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. This is Leah. Um, I don't know. I am actually the one of the two of us who's worked retail before. <laughs> um, so I was more – I'm more used to, like, a retail day in which, like – Especially on weekdays, we're pretty busy on the weekends, but on like Tuesday morning, you know, we're not like inundated with customers. Um, so it's kind of nice to get, we actually have time to read again. Um, like we'll read for a couple of hours in the morning when it's slow, um, which is yeah, great. that part is really. Because we like didn't read for six months while we were opening. <laughs> um, Bee's never had a retail I've never job. I've retail and most of my jobs have been like in libraries or in academic settings. So it is very, I wasn't expecting the incredible amount of energy that we expend during the day. We just, it's so exciting when someone comes in and says, you know, I've waited my whole life for a store like this. And we feel their excitement and we also are as excited as they are. Yeah, we get super excited like 10 times a day. Right. So we're like, kind of squealing all day long <laughs> and then the end of the day comes and we come home and collapse and we crash so hard um yes it is very it's surprisingly exhausting um which i we will get better once we yeah. are more used to it um we are also very both very introverted um yeah and so it's like a lot of energy for us we love talking to customers like that's our favorite thing we love recommending books to people but it's like that's like a tremendous output of energy for us oh yes so I then we like completely understand go sit in the yeah. back room in the dark and like maybe you need like a like a like a introvert recovery corner Yes. Yeah, in our back room, we have like a couch where you can just go sit and power down. <laughs> okay. So, what events are you going to be holding in the store over the next few weeks? And are you are you able forgive me, I live on the East Coast and all of our states are mostly kind of small and squished together. So, is there <laughs> any way for you to interact with RWA in San Diego or is that just like, oh my god, that's like 12 hours you're nuts? No, it's it's actually really close. Um, San Diego is about an hour and a half from LA. Totally doable. Yeah, it's not bad at all. We we have seen various people on Twitter planning to drive down. Um, we are very excited about RWA. Um, we honestly have not thought, thought quite that far in advance. Um, well, you did but, just open. You know, all that, all those little tasks that you have to do had to get done. 
Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are planning to do, I think, are we having a party? Yeah, I think we'll definitely have a FOMO party. Yes. <laughs> so wish we could be in San Diego and then instead are just watching our social media feeds jealously. Yes. I think um, that's a brilliant idea. But we're, for, we've gotten a lot of stuff scheduled for the next like two months. Um, yeah. We are starting up the third Thursday of every month is romantic comedy night in the store um which is a night of stand-up comedy it's free of charge it's hosted by aaron judge who is a wonderful local comedian that is brilliant we're very excited about that the first one is april 21st uh at eight o'clock and it's free um, and then we're also starting our uh, drop-in community book club, mm-hmm. um, which is a book club that you do not have to be a member of. So there's no – we find that people have fear of commitment. So there is no commitment. You show up once or you show up every time. You could bring friends or come alone. Um, and it's very casual. There's time for chatting and drinking. And then we only choose books where the author can interact with us in some way. So our book for May 5th is A Bollywood Affair, and Sonali Dev is going to be Skyping in with us to answer questions. Oh, awesome. We're so excited. Super excited. And then the book for June is um, Eva Lee's New Regency, and she is an L.A. author, so she will be there in person. Brilliant. We're very excited about that. And that's the first Thursday of the month. And we have signings um, coming up. Uh, we have two signings scheduled for Pride uh, in June um, with a bunch of great LGBTQ authors. Um, and once our brand new fancy website is up, all of this information will be online. Yes. I was just about to ask you about that. How can people who aren't in the L.A. area interact with you and shop with you? On our fancy new website that Yay. will be up- any day yes having having built and launched several of those i know your pain oh Uh, thank you so much we have a great web designer but there are a lot of moving pieces and we stopped telling people that it was going to be up that like in three days because we said that like 700 times so (laughs) it will be up very soon we promise we're trying to be very zen about it Yes, you, you kind of have to be with anything having to do with the internet. Right. Because you're just not in control of so many parts. Exactly. Oh, these control freaks have given up control and we are not happy about it. No, it, it's very difficult. I but it's going to be beautiful it's and wonderful be and worth the wait. So you're going to have online shopping? Yes. And orders? Yes. yes. Yay. Yes. You will yes. be able to buy pretty much any book you can think of from well, us. A romance. Yeah, that was a given. The the romance, I hope, is a given. That was a given. <laughs> not for our website designer. <laughs> um, yes. Um, and we're very excited to send books to Vermont and Ohio and Louisiana. We're also very excited that we will be the hub for several authors' signed books. Yes. That is so cool. Yeah. Who's, whose books are you going to have the biggest collection of signed? I believe right now it'll be Emma Chase. Fabulous. Um, yeah, and we'll hope other authors will sign up to do that with us, um, because it takes the burden off them. Um, having a bookstore be your signed book hub is very smart. 
and we're happy to take it on. Yeah. Because that's what we do. That's your job. Are you going to be able to buy print and ebooks from your store or just on your on online store, or just print or just e or both? For now, it's just print. Right. Um, it, we hope to do ebooks as soon as we can. The that's a more complicated set of moving pieces. Yeah, it, it is another. It's like a whole third business. Um, we we will do it and we'll do it soon. Um, but it, we got to get the print going first, and then we'll get to that. Yep. So I noticed in many of the pictures you have, in addition to books, which is rad. And by the way, I'm not exaggerating. When someone tweeted me, or no, when you guys on Instagram posted a picture of my novella in print on a shelf, that is the first time I'd ever seen it in print. That is the best thing to hear. Seriously. <laughs> like I was, I, I was just sitting in my office and my eyes are open and my mouth is open and I'm like, oh my God. And my husband comes, he's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, look, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at the screen. Look at, he's like, is that your book on a shelf? And I'm oh, like, yes. So we, my kids came running in and, I'm, and they're like, mom, why are you crying at Instagram? And I'm like, you just don't <laughs> understand kids. I seriously am so excited. Thank you. By the way, thank you for having my books. That's like the biggest, fattest compliment. I'm really appreciative. Oh my gosh. We love having them. Our customers love them. Yes. They because. are bestsellers. Yes. <laughs> like you're one of two Hanukkah books that we have. Yeah. Well, you know, um, there are so many. I can't wait for December when we can have a huge Hanukkah display for two books. Y'all are my, seriously, my favorite Koch siblings. It is Koch, right? Yes, it is Koch. You're my favorite Koch siblings. Just please know that. A few customers brave enough to ask if we are in any way affiliated with the other Koch siblings. Koch siblings, Koch siblings. Thank God we say it differently. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. We are not. Okay. Good Just plan. Just to clear it up. Yeah. So one of the things I noticed before I totally derailed myself and was like, you have my book. Oh, my God. Um, squee. You have really cool stuff in addition to the books. Where are you finding all of this rad stuff? You have cool greeting cards and little tchotchkes. I mean, where are you finding all this awesome stuff? It is I mean, of all the most fun things that we get to do, it is one of the most fun things. Yes. We love picking out, we call it's our sideline inventory. So anything that's not a book, mm-hmm. we um, use Etsy wholesale. Very smart. It's like the greatest invention. It's Those incredible. people are geniuses. Yeah. Um, it's, it's set up. So all the cool Etsy vendors that you buy, you know, one necklace from people who are set up and have the mechanisms to do wholesale, we can order directly from them. And Etsy takes care of all the invoicing and payments and everything. And it means that we can carry all these beautiful small producers from all over the world. And it completely takes the hassle out of it for us. Um, so we don't carry anything by any large company. Nothing um, mass produced other than the books. Yes. Um, and yes, I agree with B. It is so fun to pick <laughs> everything out. We Because we're basically just like shopping on a very large scale. Yeah. Oh, um, when I do the annual gift guides for the, for the website, beginning like right around early November, right after Halloween, because that's when the holiday season starts, mm-hmm. I get to shop for everyone who's, who reads the website. Like I get to shop for the whole internet community and it is the most fun. It's so so I, fun. I, it's like, I know someone who'd like that and I know someone who'd like that. Like, oh, I know that a certain group of romance readers would really like this necklace. Like that's so fun to, to think of that kind of stuff. Yes. So you get to shop for everyone you might possibly one day know. 
Yes, exactly. On Etsy. <laughs> never have to buy gifts for any. We nope. can just shop in our own store when we need a card for a present for somebody. That's just awesome. So really, this is all an elaborate operation so that you never have to leave your store for the things right, that you need much. to yeah, buy so for other people. The author we've ever been obsessed with will come <laughs> and we can fangirl all over them. Who have you, have you like reached out to anybody and you're like, oh my gosh, I hope they come. Or is there people who are like, please, 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 I hope they come to our store. Or can you not say, cause that would be like totally awkward. Well, I mean, we do like blind email everybody and are yeah. just like, come to our store. Um, and then the response sometimes. They're so nice. Yeah. Oh like my gosh. <laughs> we, we emailed Beverly Jenkins, who we love. And who is the greatest me. human being ever. Who is like an angel dusted in fairy gold. Like everything perfect and she was just like so nice and she's she says uh i don't have any travel plans for 2016 but i'll be delighted to see you in 2017 oh and we're so excited for the year 2017. For 2017 i don't blame you yeah because that'll be amazing um, she's the best she's the best and so many people are just so generous and kind with their words it it oh it's amazing <laughs> So what have you been reading lately that you're super excited about? Excellent question. Yes. Well, hardest like, question I ask, really. All the Dabwaha books. <gasps> I feel like we've been catching up, or I've been catching yeah. up. I read a bunch of novellas in the past few days. I read Craving Flight. Oh my gosh, is that book not amazing? It blew my damn mind. I <laughs> was not prepared for how much I, I was into was that book. so unprepared for every part of it. I'm, I've been talking about it nonstop. And the, the parts that I love were the parts where she's negotiating how she's going to approach orthodox yeah. observance. Oh gosh, yes, exactly. Like, oh my God. And, and when she screws up and she feels so awful about it because she's yeah. like, oh, now I got to start all over. Every time I screw up, it's this huge thing. Oh. It, it was just so beautiful. And I I studied um historical fashion in graduate school. And I took a class on like world cultures. And I, it, we did a whole section on religious clothing. And all, like almost that book was a better education <laughs> than my graduate level course. Because the way she talked about their belief system and the clothing and the modesty, it was just so beautiful. Oh, oh I, I, I yeah. Yeah. I was like destroyed by it. It it was one of the books where my my I, I was trying to explain it and all I could do is just start eight sentences and then start them again. That's like exactly I couldn't get to the verb. I just got through some adjectives and a couple of nouns and then I had to start over. That's exactly how I felt. And I think I mean I you know, we are Jewish women, like we have ancestors who lived that way and it it just really touched me. <laughs> I just Loved it. I I thought it was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm reading. All right, Leah, what are you reading? Um, currently, I am 60 pages into Carry On by Ray Morrell. Have you uh -huh. started to ball yet? <laughs> no, no, I have not. Okay, uh -huh. you you do you, do you sell tissues in your store? We really should. No, we okay, do not. That's a great. Actually, you know what? You should totally do a display of like all the all the ugly cry books, and That's then just exactly what we should do. We should have handkerchiefs made. Yes. Well, I mean, oh Ele my gosh, I'm gonna do that. Eleanor and Park ripped oh my, my heart out and then stomped on it. 
So, she, she's never quite recovered from I, that. Like, I honestly haven't. It's been, like, two years, and I, like, still am, like, in in recovery. <laughs> I read one of her books on an airplane, and, like, the flight <laughs> attendant was checking on me because I was just, like, it wasn't just, you know, like, a graceful cry. It was full-on, like, face, yeah. nose, eyes. I was trying to hide and wipe my face, and I ran out of tissues, and she's like, are, are you ill? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm reading a book. I'm just reading. It's just Rainbow Rowell. You don't understand. <laughs> no, you really don't understand until you read it. You should um, totally do ugly cry handkerchiefs and like little cute disposable packets of tissues with the store logo on them. I like that. We should do We're that. We're going to do that. <laughs> if you guys ever need a recommendation for a company that does great stickers for custom stuff, let me know. I'll email you. Oh, great. Okay. Because I just did an ass load of the ladies stickers, like all four quadrants of the different ladies at the top. I have three different ones. So yes, they're awesome. Awesome. We, we will definitely be hitting you up for that. Yay! Anyway, so I interrupted. Please continue. You're reading oh, Carry On and you haven't I'm, started bawling yet. I'm reading Carry On. I'm, I am I just started yesterday. Um, Right before that, I finished reading. Um, I never read any Kate Meter before. Um, And I read the fir- everything that's written in her um Hot in Chicago, Chicago Firefighter series. And freaking loved them. They are surprising, it, I, aren't they? The first one? The first one is... Very good, very solid. The second one with the female firefighter and the mayor of Chicago is like so freaking good. I want everyone to read it. Okay, also, like, that is a very personal book for us. Yeah. We grew up in Chicago and our dad works in the mayor's office. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I was like, this seems like it could be real life. Isn't it weird when you read a book that is so adjacent to your own life? You're kind of like, is someone looking over my shoulder every day? Like, what happened? But it's particularly odd when you recognize yourself and your life in a historical book. Oh, that is very strange. And you're like, wait, what? No. That has happened to me before, and it's always very jarring. Definitely happened to me before. So what other books are you excited to tell people about in the store? Like, are there books that you're constantly recommending to people or or are you sort of like me um, taking recommendations based on what people say they like? Both. Both. Yeah. Love hearing from our customers, but there are some heavy hitters that we recommend. And also the greatest validation is when those heavy hitters are, are right and people come back so excited for the second book in that series. And I'm thinking in particular of the Nora Roberts, um, what is it called? Sisters? The Witches one? Yeah. Uh, it's Three Sisters Island. Three Sisters Island trilogy. Oh. They are so beautiful and wonderful. And I just love like giving them to people when they don't really, I, they're just a winner. Oh, I, I love that series. And I love the Donovans, which I think turned into a quartet. I'm not is that the is that the other Irish? No, the no that's the Donovans are the ones that are set in California. They're all in um, Sausalito, I think. So many, there's so many. It's and they, like all the D's. Oh, and and well, they're those are the Paranoras. That's what I call them. Yes, the Paranoras. All the Paranoras. But the thing I love about the Paranoras is when the women have power. Yes. Like, like I was just talking about this with somebody yesterday that I'm starting to get into fantasy and I find myself drawn a lot to YA romance fantasy, especially if the woman has the power, if she's a witch or she's a sharpshooter or she can do something really rad. There's a book I just finished called The Forbidden Wish 
by Jessica Corey. Um, she's her publisher sponsored the podcast. And I kept talking about this book for four straight episodes. And I'm like, okay, now I have to read it. It's a retelling of Aladdin and the heroine is the genie. Oh my gosh. Oh, that sounds so that good. That sounds bomb. It was really, really good because it's, it's all about her trying to figure out how to escape from her lamp, but it's so interesting. And I'm, I find all of these women with power in current YA fantasy. And then I look back at the older, like the Paranoras, especially the trilogies. I'm like, oh, wit- witches. I want witches. Can we bring back witches? I would yes. so be here for this. Okay. Yes. So witches, I'm, I generally tend to not do that much paranormal, but witches. Yes. Ditto. Because if it's done right, witches tend to focus on, on sisterhood and female power. And a lot of times the magic is derived from nature. And I just love that. Also, we sell, I think the book that I sell almost more than anything else is Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness. Have you read this? No, but no, I have but a I feeling have I have to. I have. Oh, oh my God, my you're going to love it so much. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> That's like our standard line when we recommend something to someone and they get all excited and we get all excited and we're just like, we're so jealous that you get to experience this for the first time. Isn't that the best thing to say? I have I have had people say that to me and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because you're going to just get like immersed you in never, this world. Yeah, and you never get to read your favorite book again I for know. the first time. So Discovery of Witches is not 100% a romance novel. Deborah Harkness classifies it just as fiction. Right. Um, I would in Debaha, I assume it would go in the books with strong romantic themes. Yeah. That's that's my favorite category. I was super bummed when RWA dropped novels with strong romantic elements because I felt like that's where I discovered a lot of books that were safe for the romance reader because they were most likely going to have the happy ending that I was looking for, but they were going to go a bit outside what I was used to. And I, I miss that category. So I'm glad we still have it. Yeah, yeah. totally. That's definitely. And it's, I, I, I've actually had people come into the store and say, can you recommend something that's Harry Potter like for adults? And I really think that that's what this is because it's really intricate. The woman who wrote it is this like crazy successful. I believe she was a Yale professor and now she's a USC professor. She knows as you do. She knows her stuff. Um, And it's just like incredibly detailed it's got tons of history and science and i really recommend it and please tell me what you thought okay i will totally do that yay but back to the original question of what we recommend the most oh yeah. yes wishes, nora um i'd say in contemporary alice clayton yeah we're forever trying to get people to read nuts um, that book is so freaking funny and so many people love it and I really do feel like a lot of people in our neighborhood who kind of come in and they're like curious about the store and they want to buy a book. Mm -hmm. That is a great way to introduce them. Yeah. That'll hook them to what's happening. Oh yeah. They're like, I didn't know romance novels could be this funny. Yeah. Or, and like this feminist people just have a great reaction to it. And then in historicals, I would say, I mean, of course, I get everyone started on Bridgerton's. Yeah. And we've had a girl, she's on the third one now. And she every, comes in every week and she buys the next one. She comes in every week and buys the next one. And it's, I just love seeing her like meet each new character. Oh, and that's a good long series because bless a, her, Violet Bridgerton had a lot of kids. Yeah. We, I recommend um, The Secret History of the Pink Carnation to a lot of people. Oh, to so many people. By Lauren Willig. 
I love that series. It's a really I love good that series. It I, has like adventure. I have to admit, I had Lauren as a professor in undergraduate. So no I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. I love recommending that book to people because it just feels like so full circle to me. And she is the bomb. Was this <laughs> the romance course that she taught with uh, Kara Elliott? Yes, it was. We took it. Wait, did I come speak to your class? Yes, you did. Oh my God, you were in that class? Yes. Oh my God. I actually met you, but I thought it would be too weird to be like, I've been low level obsessed with you for years. No, it's it's not weird. It's okay. I, 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 okay, well, just to show you how not weird it is, um, when I arrived at Yale for that class, okay, because there's no way I was getting into Yale, um, you go, you go through these tiny little doorways, which are, yeah. you know, a perfect height for, say, me, and I go in, and there's this nice woman and this nice man, and they're standing there, and we're talking, and yes, we're here for the same thing, and she introduces herself, and he introduces himself, and we're sort of standing around looking, and then Lauren Willie walks up to me and says, oh, Sarah, you're here, and I see you met Loretta Chase. Oh, yeah. And I made this noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And she looks at me, she goes, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Um, yeah, I, I, okay. I, I could not breathe normally for at least six minutes. Because I had just stand, been standing there shooting the shit with Loretta Chase. And then I didn't quite know what to do with my hands or my arms or my yeah. legs. Like I forgot how to walk a straight line. And I was I made a complete goofball of myself for the whole walk over to where we were doing that class. So I had no idea you were in that, in that session. That's so cool. I was, she, you guys were all amazing. I mean, for weeks before that session, I was like doing breathing exercises to chill myself out. And then <laughs> afterwards, because you know, that class was a mix of people who were like real romance fanatics. And then people who were actually like, just students and interested in what we were doing, but didn't really know that much about romance. So the right. ones who didn't know that much about romance, including the one gentleman in the class, were like, so perplexed. <laughs> <laughs> Have all of you lost your minds? What's wrong with you? After the class, and I, we were like all trying to like talk, and we were doing that thing where you start eight sentences, and you just like can't even control yourself. Mm -hmm. he, he was just, he was like, this is, I mean, this must be what the Beatles, like you guys are freaking out. We, were, <laughs> we had full on romance mania. And it was, <laughs> it was one of the highlights of my college career, definitely. And one of the highlights of my life, probably too. <laughs> it was awesome. That whole class was really, I mean, the first time I ever realized that there were other people reading and loving and obsessing over the same books I was reading, loving and obsessing over. It's it's, it's weird it's when weird you find each other. other. Yep. And then you're like, you're like, oh, yep. There's so many, there's so many of us. Exactly. It was like the light had been sh shown on this thing that I'd always been doing in private. <laughs> and you got to go to a whole class about it. Oh, oh my gosh. It was amazing. We read the best books ever and got to talk about them like really seriously. <laughs> Just, like a full on hours long discussion of Lord of Scoundrels, obsessing over every single detail. Uh, it was just amazing. I, I wish there were more classes like that, you know? I know. Me too. Oh, I, I've always like wish that everyone could take that class because it just teaches you how important this is 
Yes. And that it's, it's not just important because it's popular and right. Right. That's exactly. It has value. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what it was about. It was like beyond that first sentence of all the think pieces about romance where it's like, this makes so much money and it's so popular. This was actually like why we like it. Yes. What is the literary value of a romance novel? And even being able to talk about that, that question was just such an incredible opportunity. Maybe you should start a course series for the store. You should do that. That would be great. Oh my gosh, I would love to. I I mean, she's kind of doing that because she's in charge of the historical book club. Well, then you totally should. Yeah. Our historical book club is kind of going to follow the syllabus of that class in some ways because it's like the lineage of, of the romance genre. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So what is one thing you would like to say to anyone who's thinking about visiting your store? Like if they're curious about it, what, 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 do, they ha- what do you have for romance readers there? I mean, is the short answer like pretty much everything? Yes. <laughs> the short answer is pretty much everything. I guess the longer answer is if you're a devoted reader of romance – Maybe you could discover something new, like a subgenre you're not as familiar with. Mm -hmm. And if you're dabbling in romance, Mm -hmm. then we'd love to help you make it a full-blown obsession. (laughs) (laughs) We tried to carry the most diverse and complete and extensive collection of romance that we possibly can. Yes. And we happen to think we do a pretty good job. Um, Not to toot our own horns. But, I mean, we carry and we get as specific as we possibly can in shelving and organizing and and know our own stock better every day. So if you – I love it when people come in with, like, really specific queries. Oh, it's so fun. And then I can, like, solve their problem. Um, like, I would like a romance where the heroine is a librarian or yesterday somebody wanted – May-December romance or a romance that takes place on a boat, um, we we will find it for you. That's awesome. Sounds like a really kick-ass job generally. It is. It is. So is there a book that you wish the other would read or like? Is there books that you disagree over or are you do your tastes kind of align? Well, our tastes don't know. I read – this is B. I read historical mm-hmm. um, generally. And we also, it's like kind of a function of our jobs now that we try not to read the same books because that's not like a great use of our time. Oh, I totally understand that. If one of my reviewers is reading a book, it's really hard for me to be like, yeah, I'll read it too. Right. Because right. we want to have read as many of the books as possible. Right. Um, and I would say like we're both trying to expand. So I read Regencies for years and very little else. And I have now read much more than that I've gone into other historical time periods I started reading contemporary I'm dipping my toe in the waters of paranormal Mm -hmm. um but this store has been an incredible opportunity to do that and to like challenge myself to read outside my own weird little created box yeah I mean I, I think we give each other books if it's like Top five absolute best book we've ever read. <laughs> you have to sacrifice the time you could be reading something new to read this. Um, but we do tend to try to read different things. Very smart. Very smart. So 
I am going to try to edit this and have it up in the next couple of weeks. And chances are, if the, if the fairy, um, the, the internet fairy descends upon you, you'll have a website by then. Yay! Yay! So would you like to tell us what the URL will be? We would love to. It's www.therippedbodicela.com. Dun, dun, dun. It's, it's the same website. It's the same URL as our website. Now you can go to that URL and you will find information about our hours and where our location and things like that. Um, this, our new site will just supersede that. So you can, you'll still go to the same URL and there'll be a new shiny <coughs> website. Yes. Fabulous. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are the ripped bodice. And for our, the people who are visiting our site in the first few days, there will be kinks. So please feel free to email literally, us. Literally. Literally. We, we sell lots of books with kinks. Literally and figuratively. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't let it. She couldn't let it fly past her. All right. right. Um, so please feel free to email us. We're the ripped bodice LA at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from anyone having any problems. And not problems, too. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yes, if everything goes swimmingly, send us an email. <laughs> that, that'd be great. Also, can we just say that Dubois has been so fun. We, oh like, my come in every morning and check to see how we're doing. And we have the physical bracket, so we update it. Oh, my gosh. Can you take a picture of the bracket and send it to me? Oh, yeah. sure. I would love to see this. I think it's on our Instagram. Is it on our Instagram? Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, I will have to find that right now. But, but we, up I mean, now it's updated. It yeah. has all the people who've won all the rounds. Um, Both of our brackets got shot to hell. Oh, mine but always does. I'm not even a I'm not even eligible for prizes in mine. We're, is not, like, we're not doing so. I moved up. I was in like 96th place for a long time. Now I'm in 39th place. After the first round, I wasn't, I was in the top tier bracket, which was. B was in first place for like a day. Pretty much a, a miracle. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, it's very fun and we're very excited. Yeah. And our customers seem to really thoroughly enjoy it as well. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Cause they come in and they're like, what is this? And especially the dudes are like, that's so cool. I know. Yes, they do and think it's cool. The funny thing is we have to basically ask for ad adaptations to the tournament bracket software that we're using, which is like, you know, NCAA bracket software. Like we need lots and lots of room for lots of entries and we need more characters for the names of the teams, which are actually books. We need to update. Like we have to ask for all these little like tweaks to make it That's work for so us. That's so funny. Is it gets bigger and bigger every year and it's so much fun. Yeah, we're... The West Coast is thoroughly enjoying Jabwaha antics. Yes. That's so cool. Um, I hope you guys entered the second chance tournament too. We, oh, we did. did. Yay! And we're like in a full on but feud over I, it. I feel like I just picked like the exact same books as my original bracket. I know. See, I went the opposite direction. I was like, screw this. I'm not losing again. I'm gonna be strategic <laughs> about this. I was literally on the author's Twitters checking how many followers they had in some hope that I would be able to like figure out who could garner support. And yep. Leah's just like going through like randomly clicking. Click, yeah. Click, click. I'm just like, <laughs> I've read this one. I'll pick this one. The one problem with the bracket software is that it is not accessible to blind readers. So I do a lot of Skype calls where I do the bracket for different people who have visual impairment. And I'll be like, I can't help you. I don't know which one to pick. You, you, you have to pick. I can't. I, I have no power. I have no influence here. You just need to make your picks. They're like, oh, you are no help. 
I, I'm terrible every year. I'm in like 493rd place right now. <laughs> I have no hidden knowledge. You could, you could win. Bracket. You could win the last place prize. Yeah. Oh, the wooden spoon prize is the best prize. <laughs> I, well, I think one of my years in graduate school, I almost won the, that one. <laughs> well, it was really bad. Also, we are one of the prizes, which yeah. we are excited to send to somebody. Yeah. I know. I think it's well, so rad. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, I'll be in RWA if I can figure out how to rent a car and drive down. I will do that. Yes. And I will that- sign anything you put in front of me, including other people's books. You might even be able to like hitch a ride in someone's. I believe there are other people planning that same trip. Yes. I will have to carpool boldly. Yes. yes. And if you need someone to fill in on the carpool lane, we can send you our Fabio cutout. Yes. Yes, <laughs> please. I need Fabio to drive shot ride shotgun with me. Yes, he can be your co-driver. And that is all for this week's episode. I want to thank B and Leah for hanging out with me and talking about bookstores, which I'm sure is just a really hard thing for them to do because they have, you know, zero enthusiasm for this completely awesome project. I think there might have to be a road trip down to the bookstore during RWA. And if you're planning on doing that, please email me because I would like to know if there's room in the car. And I promise I'm very nice in the car and I don't have bad car manners. I don't backseat drive and I will do my best to be very entertaining. But, oh my gosh, I really want to visit this bookstore and I'm on the wrong side of the country. So congratulations to B and Leah and I hope it continues to grow and grow. If you'd like to find out more, you can go to their website at therippedbodicela.com and I will have links to the site and their Twitter and their Instagram and other information in the podcast entry at smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Jay Kenner's Dirtiest Secret, published by Bantam Books, available in paperback and ebook. The memory of Dallas Sykes burns inside of me. Everyone knows him as a notorious playboy, but to me, he's still the one man I desperately crave, yet the one I can never have. We're not letting ourselves give in to desire, and for so long we've told ourselves no. It's finally time to say yes. You can find out their dirtiest secret with Jay Kenner's new Sin series on sale April 19th. The music you're listening to was provided by Sassy Outwater. You can find her on Twitter, at Sassy Outwater. This is Shed Life. This is the band called Sketch. And this track is called March, Strathsby, and Reely. I'm digging this whole album. I hope you are too, because this is just so much fun. You can find Shed Life on Amazon or iTunes, wherever you buy your fine music. And of course, I have links to both in the show notes. And one more thing. In case you were skipping over the intro, which is totally understandable because you want to get right to the interview and the discussion part, I totally get it. I wanted to let you know that the podcast has a Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash smartbitches. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash smartbitches. Patreon is a way to support programs and artists that you like. By doing monthly pledges of a dollar a month, three, five, whatever, there's rewards at every level and your assistance helps create transcripts for the archives of this show and upgrading some equipment so I can do more on-site interviews. If you have questions, please email me at sarah at smartbitchestrashybooks.com. And if you'd like to check out this campaign, it's patreon.com slash smartbitches. In the meantime, on behalf of everyone who is currently standing in the Rift Bodice, myself and everyone here, we wish you the very best of reading. Have a great weekend.
shake, 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 sh